Blog Talk Radio. Come on! 
welcome all to Poetry Throwback Tuesdays. I'm your host, Miss Poetic D. I have a lot in store for you guys tonight. Um, those that know R&B old school music probably can get in on this, and those that don't, well, maybe you'll learn something tonight. But um, I want to get into maybe in the middle of the show, see if you guys know your uh, R&B tunes, and you can tell me. Within the first 15 seconds of me playing the song, who it is, that's what's up. But if you can't, you know, you get the boo. <laughs> Anyhow, um, also, I'm going to be uh, doing a poetry moment from some African-American poets back in the day. You might hear some my Angelo, you might not. You might hear some uh, Langston Hughes, and you might not. I don't know. I have a whole lot here that... Some really um, talked to me for real. I really was digging some of that old-time poetry, and a lot of it has evolved to different aspects and spoken word and so on, but it all rooted out from them. So I wanted to share that with you guys also. Well, my show opener, as always, Robbie Baby. Let's get him on the <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Robbie. Hi there. Hi there. I was having fun with that. Yeah, like I said in chat with... Uh, Next level, and we're talking about Ed McMahon, and uh, and uh, the uh, and his sidekick there too, and and I was, was oh yeah, Johnny Carson, yeah, and and um, I was thinking about what that would sound like, you know, with Next Level. I was like, so you had your uh, you serenaded your wife with poetry last night. That is correct, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness! No, I, was that, I was doing that Ed McMahon when I was uh, when I was on his show, and he was just cracking up. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, I got something here. Uh, I always like to do. I, I've been thinking about every everything I do is so thematic and everything. Uh, I really like that with my love poetry and that. And this one, uh, it's called Our Purgatory, so it hasn't it has a take off of uh, Purgatory uh, in terms of a. Uh, soft love poem. So, uh, here we go. We are going into the purgatory of our love, where the infinity of inferno calms to love's now softly embered flame. Our love purged of the impurities of the mania of manacles, misdirected melodies, where the flora and the fauna of love flower between us in this realm of undefined time, undefined and free, just as the love between you and I. This purgatory is a purgatory like no other. The coded metaphysics of love's language, it is plunged into the Rosetta Stone of the purgatory's inevitable time. This love that sifts parts like the sands of time that run through us, my fingers through your hair so fine. I realize in this precious purgatory that her heart is the purgatory of my heaven, where all negativities are conveyed and dissolved. The mercurial runnings of the mystery of love solved in a single drop of time. I purge myself of jealousy's envies as her body, body's light turns tricks of light upon my ever watchful eye. All facets of spirit, tuning, sorry, turning and changing like light switching places with dark on the turn of a dime. Let us plunge into this purgatory's purification as our souls undergo the blessed transfiguration and bring this pinion of love to the heavens above, so that we rise and ascend like love on the wings of a dove, 
to a heaven of our creation in which the facets of uh, my ever watchful eye spy the crystal clarity of your voice that sings of the angels and devils of my lust's advice that elevates your love beyond the value of any price. And that's uh, our purgatory. <laughs> mm. um, well, uh, you tap so deep into the soul. It's amazing. Really. <laughs> Thanks. I, what I, I really want to jack this one up. I want to uh, I want to expand it, and I'm probably going to switch it to a Middle English type of a thing. I, I, every once in a while, I write uh, in a Middle English type of style. Uh, not very often, but that, that's the only thing is when I do a poem like that. Like I've got, I research it. I actually research it. Like I, I've got a something open in Wikipedia for purgatory, and I and I you know I try to use a lot of terminology that that's included in there and all that so I'd be doing that but it takes a lot out of me like it takes it actually does take a lot of your energy like your emotional and your intellectual energy to really get the poem jacked up like that but uh, but yeah I'm going to do that and I hope I'm hoping that I can do it for the for 9 o'clock tonight but I probably won't be able to because I got that Yahoo poetry night as well oh, yeah. so I started rambling there <laughs> <laughs> it's okay um, yeah I know how you are on Tuesday so I I appreciate you coming mm -hmm. through, but before you go, let everyone know where they can find your work at. Yeah, I'm at uh, creativethinkersintl.ning.com, and uh, I'll, that's my that's the bulk stuff. My newest stuff is at coldfault.org, and I have my gothic stuff at my own gothic site, which is gothiclit.ning.com and thewordmachinist.com, mm -hmm. and which he and he's been he's blessed be nice enough to bless my gothic page as well and uh, finally I, I'm posting a little bit of stuff at one of my friends sites, uh, soulpoetrysite.com Alright, and there it is. Thank you so much, Robbie. <laughs> you bet. Bye. Okay, guys. So here we go. Throwback Tuesdays. And uh, the next song up is
you mellow on Cause I'm about to take you to the next level But before we go I just need to know Would it be cool if I wrote this poem exclusively for you Created this composition to accompany my thoughts Two components of my creativity Infusing from thought into reality In an attempt to display How significant you and this moment we share Is to me Would that be cool? Would it be cool? Would it be cool if we went back into time to the first sunrise, to the beginning of the first day? It would signify the beginning of our love and how with each coming sunrise it would be renewed, rejuvenated, reinvigorated of you I would never tire it would be my love for you that keeps me inspired my nights would be spent watching you sleep guarding you from all harm making sure that you were at peace taking in every moment dreading the end of each minute but anticipating the beginning of a new one. And when you rise, let your loving eyes be filled with visions of my eyes loving you. Would that be cool? Would that be cool? Would it be cool if I submitted to you, adored you as they once did, the goddesses of ancient times? I would pay homage to you as they once did The African goddess ocean Bearing gifts of pure sweet water Peeled oranges, sliced apples That I would dip in pure honey And feed to you Would you dance for me? Allow me to see the flow of the wind in your hips ray of sunlight upon your lips, the glimmering of the stars in your eyes, grant me passage into your solar system, expose me to the beauty of each universe, guide me, teach me, I will honor you, I will cherish you, wouldn't it be cool if we elevated level and never came back down. Would it be cool? Would that be cool? All right, uh, chat room. The next song I'm going to play here, I'm not going to tell. I want to know who in the chat room knows who this person is. Calling out the R&B listeners. She's really typing me a code. I will tell you that. Of course, you don't know if it's female anyhow. But within the first 15 seconds, if you know who it is, please do type it in the chat room. 
And we're back. This is Poetry Throwback Tuesdays. I'm your host, Ms. Poetic D, and I have a poet that's stepping up to the mic to be heard. 972, I'm bringing you in. Hey, what's up? Hey. Hey. Um, I have actually um, an option of um, what, it depends on how many callers you've got. I've got a real long one, and I've got others that I can read. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't have no um, body that has their hand up or pressed one, so you can go for it. All right. This one is one of my favorites, and it's pretty recent. It's called Fantasy. The tuning fork is struck with precision, with perfect skill, a thought conceived in the depths of a mind that proves fertile, hospitable for its budding, its growth, its ripening. And as the budding thought becomes apparent to my senses, ever introspective, ever alert, visions take form, a gradual focus of my inner lenses, visions dancing, moving with grace, and I nurture them, oh, how I grow them fast. The fantasy has begun. Take one. I see his eyes like translucent pearls, gleaming with that hint of yellow that the artificial lighting of the diner provides, with gentle crow's feet forming at their outer edges, as a smile presses his cheeks upward and curves his mustache just so. He throws his arms around me, and I can feel the strength and tenderness combined in that single embrace, an embrace he ensures will last just a half-second longer than friendly, a half-second longer than casual. I see him take a seat across from me, his eyes transfixed, searching, admiring, holding my gaze as if he deems it priceless, as if he yearns for me to return this embrace, this subtle yet instinctively recognized foreplay all through the eyes, the windows to our souls, which we have opened wide this blessed evening. We close these blinds on our soul windows just enough to be coy as we partake a meal neither one of us seems to taste and speak of things neither one of us seems to truly care about. The food dwindles to bits left on our plates. We dab our lips with the napkins. The waiter brings our check, and a subtle hint of cherry touches my cheeks as he places his card on the plastic tray and offers it up with hardly a thought. My heart races as he rises from his seat and moves like the gentleman he is to scoot my chair backward and then gently usher me toward the door. And as his fingertips touch my arm, my shoulder, I nearly shudder. The drive just beeped. My body jolts, and I quickly try to refocus my eyes upon the woman who just called out to me. Curses are uttered beneath my breath and I rise to perform my daily drudgery. Minutes pass. Warm and fresh clothing is handled. I flop onto the cushion of the large chair once more. Take two. His car drives a little differently than mine. Not that this is unexpected, but there is a subtle thrill in the back of my mind as I feel the varied vibrations of the engine, the tires upon asphalt, the turn radius, even the noises it makes. I imagine it to be well-maintained. After all, machinery is his, well, is his thing. The trip seems to draw on for an eternity, but it cannot have been more than a few ticks of the minute hand upon the clock. And when he steers the car into the parking lot, 
the butterflies begin to flap their wings in the depths of my stomach so that I can feel I could almost retch with the nerves. He opens his door and moves to open mind and mine, and in my absence of, absence of mind, I open it myself. There is a nervous exchange of laughter. The cherry hue tents my cheeks again, but he doesn't seem to care, and the cheer and bounce in his step is enough to bring me back in moments. This is going to be good, I think to myself, as we walk toward the large hotel that he will call his home for these few nights. It will be worth every month of waiting, every bit of frustration and impatience. I catch his gaze wandering to scandalous places as we stand those moments in the elevator. I shift my weight, wondering, does he like what he sees? A silly thought, perhaps, because when he cannot get the plastic card to open the door, he seems to fumble just for those few minutes, as if he could kick the damn thing in. At last, the loud click, and the door is pushed open. He stands aside and holds it wide, and I smile and step into the room. The door has closed. We are alone now. The time has come. Back in black, digital guitar riffs invade my ears and rupture the ripening thought. I reach to pick up my cell phone, and while I would give nothing more to let loose an uncivilized comment to my caller, I smile and humor her meaningless chatter. Take three. His fingertips brush my shoulder again, and his manners fall away with agonizing gradualness, beginning just as at the beginning with his gaze. It dives downward along my form, then swims upward at last to push into my hazel eyes, as he will soon push into my very body. There are the subtle crow's feet again, the curve to his mustache, those cheeks pressed upward, And this time, his eyes are sparked with the first glowing embers of lust, embers I am glad to fan with the feather-like touch of my fingers to his face. Time and space and eternity itself is found in the pause, the calm before the storm. Time stops, space warps, eternity. At last, the clock begins to tick again, and our faces are moving forward in unified intent until lips touch softer than a summer breeze upon the skin. Eyelids slide shut lest we lose one iota of sensation, lest he for one should miss the rush of air as it draws through my nose deep into my chest, the near shudder of pure thrill that at last, at last, we have touched this way. Shroud of darkness upon my vision, but colors dance behind my eyes as arms slip around my waist and urge me closer, closer, as lips do not touch but press firmer, firmer, breath rising, falling from me with less steadiness, less softness and subtlety. Did you put that other load into the washer? God damn it escapes from me this time. I thought the third time was a charm. But life has its demands, and I dismiss the curse that is left from me. It was nothing. More clothes, warm and wet to my hands, like something else that comes to my mind could be, were I to do the devil's bidding and reach. I sigh and return to my thoughts like a bird to its precious nest, as I take my seat and pretend to be occupied with the laptop resting on my bent knee. Take four. His hand reaches up to twine fingers into the tresses of my hair, and this time I truly quiver, a sigh, an utterance against his lips, an inhalation, a soft grunt against mine. 
The tension has begun to rise. I feel the movement of a palm from the small of my back around to my tummy, tentative at first, then bold, gentle, passionate, as fingers begin to meander northward, snaking up until they reach that left mound, bringing forth a few erratic breaths from the the lungs beneath, and a tense pause to the kiss, followed quickly by a deepening thereof. My fingers curl and fingernails trace along the spine as I seek to summon forth a subtle chill from him, and I succeed with the added bonus of another utterance of his pleasure. I feel his muscles tense for that instant, and the vibrations of passion resonate within me to bring out the fire. He knows how to please me from those nights on the telephone of teasing and telling of our fantasies, of hearing the thrill in each other's voices from each scenario painted with verbal skill. He knows to hold the kiss as long as he can, and when it is broken, he knows where his lips, his teeth should move next, to my ear, my neck, my throat softest sensations to bring forth the softest groans as his head inclines as my head inclines for his attentions and my hand presses onto the back of his neck urging him on without a single word a gasp drawn into my chest a grin crossing my face as suddenly i feel a touch just there oh yes there and fingers begin to poke and prod and play while teeth graze the surface of my skin, my tongue moistening my lips and taking in the residual taste of the kiss that I already long to sink into again. Objection! A gavel is slammed, but not here. I turn to the television that displays a crime show, then glance this way and that. Do they know of the scandalous thoughts that have stained the walls of my mind? All seems safe, and besides... The state of my body is not a state that could be visible to the naked eyes of my family members. I can nurture the family, the fantasy, once more. Take five. The sweet and passionate foreplay lasts a few minutes more until he draws his face away by mere inches, and with a drunken glance over me, he speaks in a tone I have heard so often before, yet never so close, never so real. He asks in that tone, that voice, if we should take the move to the second phase of this rendezvous, to the bed where we may lay, where we may shatter the very fiber of the universe with our passionate lovemaking. In a soft and sensual voice, I consent. And with those words, the gates are forced open. Our footsteps to the bed, our footsteps through the doorway to heaven itself. He bids me to lie down, and soon I find myself surrounded with the mattress at my back, with his palms and knees at my side, and his very body over me, clothed though it may be as of yet. He descends to press against me, lips first, then chest, then hips. Kisses fall on my skin like great drops of rain unto unto grasslands deprived and yearning to drink as my arms encompass his form, fingers caressing, curling, pressing firmly against his back, my mouth finding his neck in kind, then his ear to utter against it sounds that only begin to frame my ecstasy. Clothes are peeled and cast aside with care, with urgency. I lose my breath at the sight of his body. He whispers words so familiar but so much more meaningful now. Oh, my lady. In return, I breathe his name. He descends upon me once again, and three words pass through my mind. This 
is it. We slowly become one at last with louder, sweeter tones of passion rising, falling, just as he begins gradually rising, falling, and I begin writhing beneath. My eyes open, for they closed in that moment. I behold him while he beholds me so close, no, unified. I feel as if the earth could shake with our combined lust and desire and fulfillment, given, received, all at once, vibrations rising to the heavenly planes. I close my eyes and surrender to the lovemaking as our bodies move in unison and harmony in ways I never thought we would. Oh, how I could nearly weep with the pleasure as he slides deeper, shallower, deeper, within and without and within, in this, our greatest sin, our greatest deception, excuse me, redemption. His name burst from me as I cling to him, as if clinging could save my very soul, feeling each movement, each momentary tense, tensing of his muscles as he joins me in approaching the highest level of heaven finale a warning just moments in advance his soul takes the hand of mine to pull me upward to the climax with him beckoning join me come with me a series of strangled cries of swift and heavy breathing as our bodies quiver and i am filled with his very essence plunging deep within my body satisfaction at last in these moments he rests chest heaving upon my form I feel the moisture of the sweat, the relaxing of our muscles, and after a moment he kisses me again, tired and tender and deep. We smile, gratified, and caress. The fantasy has come full circle. I return to my life with its dull and mundane ways. I pin my lower lip down with my teeth, and nervously I send a wish above that he will come to me as promised. End poem. Wow. <laughs> I yo, know it was long. I tried to No, it's you. not even about the story. I mean, yo, you had me drawn in. The imagery on that was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Please, please tell everyone where they can find your work at. Sure. Let me uh let me grab my URL here and stick it in the chat room. <laughs> there you go. All right. Thank you so much for stepping up to the mic and blessing us. That was really nice. All right. All right. Thanks. You're welcome. Okay, guys. That was the eternal light from the chat room. Uh, wow. That's all I can say. <laughs> so, guys, um, <clears throat> as I was saying earlier, that I was going to have a poetry moment, and I'm going to... Um, share this piece by Langston Hughes. It's titled Dreams, real short piece, but it has big meaning to it. So let's see if you guys can dig deep. Hold fast to dreams, for if dreams die, life is broken wings of birds that cannot fly. Hold fast to dreams, for when dreams go, life is a barren field, frozen with snow. And that is Langston Hughes. Couldn't have said it better than that. Um, I wonder who can definitely feel that. I know I can. All right. Um, earlier I played a song that Diamond J, I think, uh, he couldn't spell it, but he definitely had the song. Let's see who knows um, who the artist is on this song. Uh, 
and it is.
And we're back. This is Fortune Throwback Tuesdays. I'm your host, Miss Poetic D. And a couple of people in the chat room knew who that was. I still thought I definitely gonna have some more throwbacks um coming up. Five seven one is stepping up to the mic to be heard. You're on the air. Hello. Hey. Hi, I'm Star in the chat room. Well, Sun Sky Star, but I just go by Star. Okay, how you doing, Star? I'm doing good. I just wanted to see if I could drop one of my poems on you today. Sure. Okay, this one is entitled Graduation Day. Studies complete, graduation underway. See, we graduated from slave chains to ghetto names, ghetto names to welfare claims, welfare claims to loaded guns with shaky hands trying to aim to gain what? We graduate from checkers to chess, chest to vest, vest two shades lighter than jacket, color coordinated with caskets because we're fly to death. But what's left? We have no problem graduating from 20 sacks to pounds, pounds to sounds, stories shaping what we sought out and found, hip-hop to music dumbed down, a silent ceremony. We went through no shoes to borrowed souls, burdened souls to brand-name clothes, credit cards to pay their loans, no job but never lacking minutes on phone. You got texts, sender unknown. We've covered no rights to the 15th, 15th to silence, silence to civil disobedience, to riots and violence in neighborhoods we call home. So now I have to question, are we, progress, are we progressing or digressing? In this lesson, I implore, graduate to something more. Say, whips and chains to lessons of the past, history of our ancestors to morals that last, hate and injustice to those with no sin be the first to cast stones at the glass house. Or how about mother's struggles to daughter's ambition, father's absence to son's mission, victim to survivor transition, for you are not alone. Maybe poets are credit worthy. Credit worthy not because of government survey, but because your credit score is 700 or more. Let's try fly to debt free. Debt free to less stress. Less stress to better health. Insurance costs is less. Or just for fun, my vote doesn't count to massive political clout. Political clout to massive turnout. Massive turnout to black man and white house. Anything is possible. It's graduation day. End poem. I know that's right. Tommy Dog was trying to get in that too. <laughs> I know that's right. Thank you so much for stepping up. I'm feeling that piece right there. Um, is your work out there on the internet? Oh yeah, I'm all over. I'll go ahead and put the link inside the chat room. All right, that's what's up, love. Please call back again. Thank you for letting me share. You're welcome. All right. She's definitely um, the first time she called into the show, so I'm not sure she's new to BCR, but she uh, definitely new to my show. And it's a pleasure to have her uh, sit that piece. Feeling in love tonight. Um, call the number 347-826-9842, and we're moving up to the next throwback. Who knows who this one is?
in your name are beginning to itch. And yes, I am scratching like you are the scar on my right foot. I once thought if I pedaled fast enough, my pink bike would ascend and I would finally taste the clouds I skipped under. The bone white flesh beneath my caramel skin peeked through before blood began to push through the pores, forming a small river that wrapped around my heel and stained my flip-flop. I screamed and cried as my mother cleaned the wound, chiding me for riding a bike without proper shoes, speaking low to hide the quiver in her voice. And to this day, I scratch this scar absentmindedly. But the difference between the scars I forced upon myself in childhood, tomboy, abandoned, and the scars that were forced upon me, the difference, God, is that I can see these scars 
And if there's some itch in the night, I can scratch and be done. But with you, God, every time I go to sleep with an itch, I wake up with my lips burning 10 degrees hotter for every time I've said I don't know when asked if I believe in you. I'm this half-human, half-televangelist who either way doesn't know the names of the deities my spirit daily reaches out to. I wake up only to find my answers are still asleep. What do I do if I don't want your embrace? What if I trust me to keep my soul safe? If I can't trust that the person who gazes back at me every morning is enough, then why should I ever trust you? I have wounds gaping wide, my blood forming rivers that stain conversation, but there is no one there to heal me this time. My mother leaves the dinner table every time your name is brought up outside of saying grace. I once thought if I prayed hard enough, my spirit would ascend to taste the God I mourn under. Instead, I've fallen flat, a traitor, maybe, or just someone lost. Lost, <coughs> excuse me, lost indeed. Welcome back to Poetry Throwback Tuesdays. I'm your host, Nicole G. The next one, Throwback, coming up. Can you name that train? Such a gun.
we're back with Poetry Go Back Tuesday. I'm your host, Miss Poetic D. 612, you've been up and down. I'm not sure if you want to do a piece or not, but I'm going to open your line up and see what's good. Hello. Hello, D. Hey, who's this? The Dark Knight. Hey. What's going on with you? No, I hit the button by accident uh, one time. It took me off when I was trying to get in. Oh, okay. So how are you doing this evening? I'm lovely. I've been messing around with the chat room, hitting some throwbacks they cannot identify. Okay. <laughs> well, I was wondering if um if I can test out a piece that I want to read tonight when I go to my open mic, and I just want to test it out with you guys first. Sure. Why not? Okay. All right. Um, this poem is called I Need a Woman. I need a woman that can shake it fast and drop it like it's hot. I need a woman that enjoys it when I lick her spot. I need a woman gone wild to ride my pole, a woman to lose control when I put my tongue in a hole. But I also need a woman to talk to me, a woman that will allow me to bathe in the essence of she. I need a woman that has a brain and not a woman that will drive me insane. I need a woman that I can take home to my mother. This woman has to, has to be more than just a lover. I need a woman to, some, to, be, to be somewhat meek and mild, a woman that wants to give birth to my very first child. I need a woman to only love me, and for her, like a soldier, I'll be the best that I can be. I need a woman like you, not the one I read about in Attainment of the Truth. I need a woman with R-E-S-P-E-C-T, a woman to just love me, for me, I need a woman that has sex appeal, a woman that won't mind, that won't mind nothing. Excuse me, a woman that won't mind wearing nothing but a pair of six-inch heels. I need a woman with a beautiful face. I need a woman that's full of amazing grace. I just need a woman. That's it. You need a woman. No, that's why I like it. Okay, Are you cool. ready to be in front of a crowd spitting that one? I don't know. I, I just wrote this one. I just wrote this. Actually, I wrote this one on Sunday. Then I wrote a little, a little, um, actually, I wrote this one. Believe it or not, I wrote this while I was in church on Sunday. <laughs> but uh, I ain't never going to tell my pastor that. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you bad. <laughs> I was sitting up in church. I was fine. I, just, I couldn't help it. I just started writing. And, you know, then I wrote a little other one, like a little, Little nursery rhyme. It's like a little thirty-second poem that, if you like this one better, I'll try to read that one. Okay. And it's called Hickory Dickory Dock, an urban, an urban nursery, an urban nursery rhyme. Hickory Dickory Dock. Johnny's running. Johnny's running down the block. He runs to the left. He runs to the right. He's running down the street with all his might. He's running as fast as he can. That's because he's running from a policeman. He thought that if he ran, he could get away, so he decided to take his chance. But he didn't get far because he had to keep pulling up his pants. Hickory dickory docks. Now Johnny's sitting in a cell block. So which one did you like better? The first one. The first one? <laughs> yeah. Of course you would like the first one. <laughs> well, I'm going to be honest about it. I like the first one. Okay. <laughs> oh, well, fit that one. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll do that one. And when I get back online tonight, I have to leave a comment on your poem that you posted because I, I really did enjoy it. I just didn't have time to leave a comment on it. 
Oh, okay. Do that. Uh, looking forward to see if you're um, feeling that piece. Oh, we're feeling that. I just didn't get a chance to respond to it because I was doing so much. Oh, you read it already. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I read it. So, I mean, with stuff like that, as soon as people post stuff, and if I'm at the, I read it. I just don't get a chance to respond to it right away. Oh, okay. That's what's yeah. up. All right. right so, before I get off the phone, no, yeah. go ahead. Ladies first. No, go ahead. I would say, before I get off the phone, can I give a plug out? And I was just about to ask you to do that, so go ahead. <laughs> Great minds think alike. All right. Um, y'all, I just want y'all to let you know that I host one of the best poetry websites. Mine does not compare to Ms. D's, of course. Um, the name of the poetry site is called Poetic Uprising. Please come join it and check it out. You can see some of the stuff that I've written as well as some of the stuff that Ms. D has written. That web address for the site is www.poeticuprising.com. Indeed, hot site. Yeah, it's only hot because of, it's only hot because of y'all. You know, my site wouldn't be nothing without y'all. It would just be me. It would just be me posting my stuff, and I get tired of reading my stuff. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's gotta open up and read other people's stuff. And yeah. See how much you know, like I said earlier, poetry is really important to something special. So it's nice to hear other folks. Yeah, it is. And like I said, I love your show. I know it's been a little while since I've been able to make your Tuesday show. But, you know, you for the time being, I will be making it until my work schedule changes again. So mm-hmm. I am back home. All so right, yours the, Your show was the first show that I ever read a poem on. Oh, that's what's up. Exclusive people, only with Miss Poetic D. Right. That's what's up. <laughs> God. She, she, she's a sub. <laughs> Not only is she Miss Poetic D, that D should actually stand for Miss Poetic Diva because she is the diva of poetry. Amen. That's what's up, baby. <laughs> All right. So, All right. Um, hope you can stick around a little bit longer. Enjoy. Yeah, I'm going to be around to the end of your show. Okay. I'll sit back and enjoy because I got some more throwbacks for y'all. All right. All right, babe. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, for people who don't know, that is The Dark Knight that's in the chat room. Um, phenomenal poet. Definitely check out his site, um, Poetic Uprising. Like I said earlier, it's a nice site. So we're moving on to um, the next throwback. We're going to see in the chat room who knows who this is. Yes, I always we 
Damn. Okay. And if you're not feeling that, you're not in the right place because this is shit. Hot. <laughs> and that's an old, old throwback, and that song will always be hot in my book. 404, another has stepped up to be heard on the mic tonight. This is what's good. Okay, here we go. Welcome to the Matrix. What's up, Pop? Man, ain't nothing, ain't nothing. Tired to death. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's all good. That's what's up. I haven't seen you on my face. It looks like you've just been writing your ass off, man. <laughs> <laughs> man, it's been wild, man. I've been, yeah, I have been. I have been doing a lot of writing. I've been doing a lot of collabs. Crazy. At one point, I, I ain't never could never even do a collab. Mm. Now, now I'm just doing all kind of collabs and you know other things and you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But you know, all credit does go to Miss Miss D. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, but you know, you know. Hey, but yeah. I mean, so. You the man, yo. I mean, you really doing your thing. I'm proud of you, for real. Well, like I said, you know, it's all your fault. <laughs> it is, you know what I'm saying? But you oh. know, it's all good, though. Of course. And I know you got something very, very hot to share with the audience tonight. Yeah, I got something. Um, I can't leave it up, but, you know, y'all to decide, you know what I'm saying? Um... Actually though, I'm 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 kinda strong between two pieces, so I'm gonna let you uh I'm gonna let you decide. I got uh I don't know if you've heard Let My Words Speak for Me and then I got ones called I Just Wanna Write. Hmm. You know what? I want you to say I just wanna write. I just wanna write. Alright. Alright. So yeah, this is uh I wrote this like maybe two or three days ago, you know what I'm saying? I was doing, you know, I did so much writing and, you know, after so much writing, you know, I, I fell into like a little writer's block, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know what I mean? They say the best way I figured to get up out of that writer's block is just to, you know, write something. So that's what I came up with. I just want to write. So, yeah, here it goes. As I prepare this lyrical soup for your soul, take a second and let my words take hold. Complete satisfaction, of course, is my goal. I got a buffet of words to fill up your brain. Diced up metaphors you can feel in your veins. These sherbet assemblies that cool you down like you've been touched by rain. All served with your choice of the finest rhythmic champagne. See, a lot of chefs cooking, but we not all the same. I'm the Iron Chef Pop, known to be floetically insane. See, I dream in color and, well, they dream in other things. I take everything life brings. Write the stop cycles and break chains. I'm the heat, but my mind ignites the flame. When my pen hits paper, the poetic expressions drain. So I chop up my soul, because that's my way of crying. Even though I know inside every second I'm slowly dying, but I found that peace of mind. So writing is my way of improvising. But I'm in, a jungle with the, I'm in a jungle with the lions who think death is the only way of surviving. But me, I keep fighting. 
they could take away my pen, but hell, I'll keep writing. And if I need to, I'll start signing. Because I look through the clouds and I can see my future shining. It's actually kind of blinding. Although my past is always behind me, I'm realizing it's just that reminding that I walk a thin line. But time keeps winding. So, <clears throat> But I don't know, is there another path that I'm supposed to be finding? I know one day the whole world will hear my words. These rhythmic collections of nouns and verbs, thoughts and dreams in flight with the birds, stressed and unstressed syllables that need to be heard, lyric combinations written with imperfection. See, writing is my soul's resurrection, so I offer my soul as a sacrifice, hoping that the words will take your mind to paradise. But I'm cold. My brain is frozen. My thoughts on ice. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words, Give me life. Nothing else matters. I just want to write. That's that piece. Oh, you blow the shit out of that piece. <laughs> oh, my goodness. See, I wasn't even going to bring it on out, but I can't. I can't help. I got to bring it out for you, child. Dang. <laughs> That's hot. You got to stop being no for real. You got to stop coming up. Absolutely. I need you here faithfully because this stuff is hot. I love it. Appreciate it, Mama. I appreciate it. Just keep going with your going. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I'm, um, oh, yeah, I'm going to hit you up, too, on, uh, you know, on my space because uh, I got a little something going on on, uh, you know, with my, my little blogger thing going on. Okay, that's what's up. Well, I mean, why are you speaking of it? Go ahead and shout out the MySpace page. Uh, yeah, um, Arian slash, hold on, I'm sorry, MySpace.com slash Arian Prince of Poetry. Uh, so, yeah, you can check it out there. And, um, you know, what I'm doing with my blog is I call it Quick Spit is what it is. And, you know what I'm saying, it's just a way to, you know, showcase a lot of different poets, a lot of different styles, um, Stuff like that, so you know what I'm saying. It's a little fun thing I got going on, you know. So I'm definitely, um, definitely trying to get like all, you know, a lot of writers out there and all as possible, you know, coming up doing like different little volumes, different little blog sets and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's what's up, and, and I'm definitely going to um, see what's up with that. So <clears throat> wherever you're standing, I'm all for it. I mean, I'm ready. <laughs> you know me, I jump here first, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we are every. Hey. <laughs> That's what's up, man. It's all love, guys. Prince of Poetry. Um, also, Aries. You got to rep for the Aries. Oh, yeah, all day. You know that. All right, so you staying on the line for the rest of the show? Yeah, I'm going to do that. I can do that. All right, that's what's up, love. All right, guys. Um, we're going to go ahead and throw another throwback on. <laughs> throw another throwback. That's cute. 214, I see you. I will be calling you in after I play this uh, song here. And you guys, you should get this one because this is not hard. Everybody should know um, this artist right here.
That's right. We all want all my poetry fans. That was Frankie Beverly and May, for those who don't know. I should be letting y'all know who it is, because a lot of y'all didn't know anything about that old school, but that's definitely where it's at. 214, another poet that is stepping up to the mic to be heard tonight. You on the air? Hey, how you doing? All right. Who am I speaking with? This is the one and only wise slave. Uh-oh, now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay, so I guess me playing your piece tonight is out because you calling the spit live, so that's what's up. What you got? Oh, you can do you can do both. That's all I like. I can do both? Okay. <laughs> can do both. See, I was sitting here listening to, you know, all the poets step to the mic, so... And I'm one of those people I get inspired by creativity, you know. So even if I write something totally unrelated to what they were write, you know, it's the energy, you know, within their pieces that inspired me. So, you know, I wrote something, you know, while I was writing the show, while I was listening to the show. So mm-hmm. if it sucks, it's y'all <laughs> But if it, you know, if it's butter, if it's fire, Y'all can take all the credit. <laughs> yeah, push it off. Okay. <laughs> That's how you do. You. <laughs> it's like relationships. You blame the other person. <laughs> so you ready for the piece? I yeah. named it Tanya. You like that title? It's cool. As long as it wasn't it's Miss cool. B. I'm great. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Now, like I said, I just wrote this. <laughs> All right, you ready? Mm-hmm. All right. <clears throat> Let me get my deep voice on. And now, here we are at the end of the story, still discussing the fact that sometimes relationships get ill. And in between the fussing and the fighting, we often forget to just exhale the weed smoke and chill. You see, I'm not the type of poet who will stand on stage with a love poem and try to get your insides moist. Nah, love. I'm the type of poet who will stand on stage crying for your soul just to give you a voice. And now here we are at the end of the story, the story of us, with all the minor characters and plot lines erased from the font and the funk of this thing we do, you see. I love the other women, some more attractive, some less, some more successful, some broke. I made better lovers are calmed on my tongue more times than you. But none of them were you. And here we are at the end of the story, whispering words inside of the wind while closing the book on me and you. So please allow me to exhale just this once because I finally realized why things fall apart, especially with you and I. And it wasn't because you cheated on me with that other guy or that I became super jealous and did a Chris Brown on your face just to prove to my super ego that I was a tough guy. Nah, love, we fell apart because the excuses to be together got old. And one night during our sex, I went down on you and I tasted that other guy. These are things that make me cry. Oh, damn. That's what she was thinking about.
Have no. Mercy, <laughs> Have mercy. Oh, my goodness. Wow. So you I, like, I, don't like. <laughs> it's deep. It, it's, some, it's wow. I mean, very unique. Pull a, a, a crisp bound on your face type shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get thumbs up for that. <laughs> but that's deep, yo. I don't think I could have spit a piece like that, so big up to well, you. I'm glad you like it. You know, it's like, I don't know where, when I write, I don't know where things come from. I just start writing. I tell people I don't write my own poetry. It's just uh, another me takes over and I just, you know, let it flow. I know that's right. And that's all you can do, baby. Do you be you. Because if you try to write something that's not to, it's it's on the show. (laughs) Yeah. That's what's up. Um i got about 20 minutes left in the show, so I'm going to make sure I play your track. Okay. Much love. Much love. All now right. Now I'm <laughs> <laughs> Can I say one thing? Go ahead, Wes. You know i got to plug this. Uh, my show, Pick a Bigger Boyfriend, it will be live Thursday this Thursday, 8 p.m. Central Time, we're gonna have True Confessions. So definitely check that out. We're gonna, you know, we gotta do a little confession of the soul, so to speak. Mmm. <laughs> okay. Be there. I don't know about confessing anything, but <laughs> <laughs> that's what's up. Thank you for um spitting that piece. That's why I'm here. All right, guys. That was the wise slave. I had um, a poet, Prince of Poetry, that called in tonight and did a piece I want to write, which was really um, unique because I was looking at some poets from, you know, earlier times and just, you know, doing a little reading, and I came across this piece by Margaret Walker, uh, she is no longer living, but she's lived a long time. But this particular piece kind of caught my eye, and it was kind of phenomenal that he had a piece um, titled the same one as hers, is that I want to write. So I wanted to share that with you guys. I want to write. I want to write the songs of my people. I want to hear them singing melodies in the dark. I want to catch the last floating strain from their soft torn throats. I want to frame their dreams into words, their souls into notes. I want to catch their sunshine, laughter, in a bowl. Fling dark hands to a darker sky and fill them full of stars. Then crush and mix such light till they become a mirror pool of brilliance in the dawn. And uh, that's that piece there. Um, I noticed a lot of um, these earlier poets back in the day, they don't write much, but it's a lot of meaning behind what they're saying and what they're trying to come across. And I just think that was unique, and I had to share that with you guys. So running out on time, so I want to go ahead and play this piece that, you know, I ghetto mixed in my garage <laughs> for you guys. Um, I posted this on the Dark Knight's um, uh, Poetic Uprising site, and I just uh, recorded it not too long ago. So here it is, guys, all wrong. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. 
this is all wrong. All of it. Just enough for a taste, a simple moment of fulfillment. Looking into your eyes, I am replaced in my own garden. A garden designed for the inducement of my soul. Rapidly, it's overwhelming like a bigger storm. Where do I go from here? My heart leaves for yours, doesn't it? Reluctant to speak a single word, but the soul cannot lie. For I feel you. The unspoken temptation between us, lust and love, a mixture of ecstasy. I flourish in your soul. For you, revive me. But deny me those words, see, those words are like knives. They you must subside and deprive. I know it's there, they're inside. But how could I ask, seek, or try to find, to leave what I have behind? Another design and another time. But there were days that I searched for that time. I found love in an undeniable confidant, fond of the presence of thee. So I discreetly, completely protect you. Selfishly taking doses of my lover undercover with this mask. He has seen what I thought I wanted to be. This woman full of fire and desire only for his temporary time. A supplier of the flesh's needs, but it's my flesh that bleeds of this guilt and constant grief. For he feeds all My mind is not worth his while. In his shoes could I really walk that mile? Regret as I have wallet trying to right my wrongs. I want to get back to where I belong. Patch the holes I placed, which I did, but in such a distaste. Up close in my face, would my life ever be what it was? When I broke in the sacred laws, emotionally I wish this to dissolve. But it was I that made the wrong time. And that's what it is. I'm your truly Miss Poetic D. Uh, all wrong, please. I got the Dark Knight back on the line. Did another piece for us. Let's bring him on. What's going on, D? Back again. I'm ready. Yeah, I'm back again. <laughs> I love, you know what? I love reading that piece, but now that I've heard you do it, I just love it even more. Oh, thank you. <laughs> now, I told you I was going, like, I wrote in the chat, I was going to call back in because. In response to that poem, I, I want to write a poem. The, I just want to write. And yeah. like I said, I have a poem called I Want to Write. So sticking with that vein, I just wanted to come back and read that. That's what's that. Okay. This poem is called, like I said, it's called I Want to Write. I want to write a poem to move the crowd. I want to write a poem that I can read out loud. I want to write a poem that will make you proud. I want to write a poem that will make you think. I want to write a poem that will take you to the brink. But be careful, because you'll miss it if you blink. I want to write a poem about wealth and riches, not a poem filled with holes and bitches, or about wannabe thugs turned government snitches. I want to write a poem that I can read out loud, the kind of poem that'll make you proud, definitely a poem that will move the crowd. I want to write a poem that'll cause you to meditate, make you pause, stop, rewind, and even hesitate. I just want to write, I want to write this, I, want to, I just want to read this poem in every state. 
I need to write a poem that'll make even you proud, a poem to move even the toughest crowd. This poem even you can read out loud. I want to write a poem that's the shit. I want this poem to be a smash hit. I want to write a poem that'll make other poets just say, I quit. I just want to write. I just want to write. I just want to write a poem that'll make you proud. That's it. <clears throat> wow. I'm feeling that right there. Yeah. And I can definitely relate. Um, all poets want to write a piece to move the crowd, to make them come back to more. So that's hot right there. Yeah. The one the last the, the first time I read that on stage, I had to put emphasis on move even the toughest crowd because the crowd, I don't know. I don't know what was wrong with the crowd that day, but they wouldn't give no respect to none of the artists that came up on stage. Ooh. Yeah, like somebody you be up on stage, you talking, you can't really hear you because everybody in the audience is talking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hmm. it was one of them nights. Hmm. So when I said that, um. I want to make I want to I want to I want to make a I want to read a poem that'll make I mean that uh that'll make even that you know for the even toughest crowd then mm-hmm. I put on it like y'all because y'all ain't y'all ain't giving none of us no respect up here on stage and everybody like oh damn let me be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's it. That's some bold stuff right there, but that's that's what's up. <laughs> hey, hey, this so now could you please shut up so I can finish my piece? <laughs> So actually, one of the poets actually got up and said, "Hey, hey, hey! Can y'all stop and give me some respect since I'm on the mic?" Hmm. So yeah, we we we've had to do that every now and then. That's word. Yeah. So now I don't know which one I should read. Should I read "I Want to Write" or "I Need a Woman"? I don't know which one to read tonight. You trying to get me persuade me to change my name? Huh? I tell you what, I I feel you should read the piece that serves the moment. All right. All right, then I won't do it all the way. Okay, cool. I'm going to try and sneak two in like I try and do. I, I, I try and sneak two in every time I get up there. Oh. Uh, because I got five right. minutes on stage and ain't none of my poems no longer than two minutes. Oh, then that's possible. <laughs> <laughs> you can do it. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and jump off so you can finish the last 15 minutes, the last 10 minutes of your show and only do it like you can. I know, that's right. Thank you so much. And you totally blessed the mic tonight. I'm feeling I mean, I can't help but, you know, bless your show. You know, that's you got the best show on Blog Talk Radio as far as I'm concerned. I know that's right. That means a lot. And that's why I'm going to keep doing what I do. Uh, yeah, so like I said, I'm going to always support you. If, if you decide to come on seven days a week, I'm going to be I'm gonna be at your show each and every day that I can, that I can make. That's what's up. Although that probably wouldn't happen unless I lose my job, and God forbid that. I swear, because oh no, we don't want that, that to happen. No, for real, but believe me, it takes a lot to organize and prepare a show. I mean, I don't believe in keep doing the same thing, so I try to right, do right. things, you know, to keep me out of the ordinary. So to speak. Right, right. <laughs> no, you you, you got to keep. I mean, you, you know, you got to keep doing stuff. You know, keep it. Keep your loyal, keep your loyal audience there. But you always got to do new stuff, you like can improve on it because you know stuff gets stale real quick, and you know people will move if they if they if they come in and hear the same old thing, see the same old thing. Yeah, you're right. But yeah. you know you've never had a dull show, so I don't think you got to worry about that. 
<laughs> I stay confident in that. That's what's up. I, I do it for y'all and the love of poetry, of course. Like you said, this poetry is my drill, so I, I had to come in and get my Tuesday fix. All right, man. And hopefully we see you next Tuesday or this coming Saturday, because you know I got to keep it hot for oh. Yeah, this Saturday, I, 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 I'm pretty sure right now that my calendar has set has been set aside to make your show on Saturday. That's what's up, baby. All right, love. Thank you so much again for calling in. You're welcome. Thank you for allowing me to call in. All love, baby. You have a good night. You do the same. Bye. Bye. All right. With that being said, uh, my last throwback. Well, I got another one that I'm closing out the show with, but. I'm gonna go ahead and play this one, and I mean, this man here is is no is no introduction for this one. It's, it's he's hot <laughs> always. Here we go. Inspire 
Things I wouldn't see. There's a stronger force behind. 